0: What's up? This is Rebel Radio. What up? What up?
1: This is DJ Newmark. This is Peanut Butter Wolf.
0: It's your boy. It's okay. Keep
1: checking out Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio. This is Rebel Radio. We're in the place right here. Ah. Rebel Radio is going down. Would
2: you say? Rebel Radio?
1: Oh, wait. Let's do it again.
2: Rebel Radio. What's up, Rebels? Welcome back to Rebel Radio. I'm your host, Josh Levine. My guest this week is Lay Youth. House producer, making some of my favorite kind of R&B house tracks lately. Uh, he blew up a few years back with an unofficial remix of "Cool" featuring Cassie Ventura, and he's been making sexy music since then. He's going to tell us some of the lessons that he's learned on, along the way in his career, going through some serious challenges, lawsuits, all kind of stuff, kind of finding his way as an artist and, and reinventing as he goes. Um, he's got some great lessons on how he stays focused on his end goal and he's got a show coming up here in Los Angeles. If you're here on the 29th of October, you're going to want to check out layyouth.com or find him online and be at the show. You might find us there. We'll get into the interview right after our EDM.com track of the week. Here we go. So that was Carmelo with a track called Feel You Now, our EDM.com track of the week. Check out EDM.com and check out Carmelo on Deep Sounds, soundcloud.com slash deep sounds or Spotify, Deep Sounds playlist. And now let's hear from Lay Youth. That's funny. Well, thanks for doing this, man. I know you're like super busy crazy touring schedule and launching oh, yeah. labels and all kind of important stuff so days off, that's so, cool yeah, yeah. Dope. well I'm excited to have you on man I've been I've been following you um you know from from Dennis mm. who was our first guest on the show really yeah yeah how'd you get into how'd you get started music um,
1: so I started um how did I start I started as a drummer when I was in like third grade my uncle taught me how to play drums is that right <clears throat> yeah and then
2: um were you in were you like before you started playing, were you into music as a kid? Yeah, or? I was
1: like always into music. Yeah, I used to like just listen to the like pop radio. Huh? I remember thinking like one of my earliest memories was that um, I would hear yeah, the first time I remember sitting in my bedroom listening to music and being like, oh, this song is so good. Okay, it's eight thirty eight p.m. Tomorrow it should be playing at eight thirty eight p.m. No way. and I would come back in the next day. Oh, that's funny. Eight thirty eight. And I'm like, Son on. Yeah. how's this? That's hilarious. Um, see, what, I've always been into music. What was the song? I have no idea. I think it was like Paul Abdul or something. Okay. I, yeah. Straight up. So, yeah, it's probably something like that. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, and then
2: Paula, people forget Paula Abdul is kind of dope. She's
1: very dope. Yeah. Very dope. Um, so, yeah, and then I started playing in bands uh-huh. and was like, you know, writing songs all through high school. Yeah. Um, That's wanted, in Toledo. Yeah, Toledo, Ohio. I always wanted to be a singer yeah but, I, but knew how to play drums and knew mm-hmm. how to sing as well so i was like first band i was like playing drums and singing oh like wow we were in like seventh grade yeah and uh didn't feel very cool so i was like i just have to stop playing the drums i, mean, I can i continued playing obviously but right. i sang in the band yeah oh yeah yeah so then i was in a band like up until like honestly like four years ago i was in a band like we were signed to warner toured the world what's the band called uh are we recording <laughs> <laughs> yeah, As a, we we got to keep it on the low. Uh, no, I just I don't talk about it very often, um, and I, I, I we can go get into why. But the band was called Rediscover. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I just like try to distance myself from that. When yeah. I started making Lay Youth stuff, I was like kind of burned out on it, and like didn't want the 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 the, the listeners and fans from Rediscovered to kind of like come over into Lay Youth because mm. it's kind of like this sounds bad. It's kind of what ruined it for me. It was like. I was playing for an audience that I didn't really want to play for. It mm-hmm. didn't feel right. Um, so the last thing I wanted to do was have them sort of follow me into that. So I changed. What was, what was the sound? Uh, it was like, I can tell you. So like, I started, I was like making electronic music. Yeah. I couldn't play drums in my apartment. Right. So I was like, I'll start making electronic music. <laughs> so um, so I started doing that and like making beats and then singing to them. Yeah. And like, I didn't really know like chords that well. I didn't really know like guitar i knew just a little bit knew a little bit of piano but was able to sort of make songs and then just sing to them cool um so at the same time i was learning how to record and produce music and um so uh so the sound ended up being like electronic uh, sort of singer songwriter stuff it was mm-hmm. weird There was no one doing it mm. and i mean there was there were people doing it but it there wasn't like the, the this this like this like uh bedroom producer thing right. was new, like nobody was really doing nobody was doing that Nobody yeah. was making like beats and singing to them and like trying to go this route that i was I was taking the music and um so i uh I heard uh, what song was it? I think it's like a Cher song, and I heard this the auto tune thing. I okay. didn't know what it was. I'm like, what is this the vocoder? What the hell is this? Yeah. And so I did some research and found out that there's this hardware version of this Antares Auto Tune. This is before mm-hmm. the software. It was a, it was like a, it was meant to be used in a studio. Oh wow. And, um, and I bought it, and so I started singing into that, and mm-hmm. I was like sort of doing this like auto tune voice thing behind electronic music. Yeah. And. Started playing some shows and was playing with certain bands. I can't really, I don't, I don't want to say what bands they were, but they like were like, fair. "Oh, how are you doing that? How are you doing that?" And I like, I told them how I was doing it, and then, yeah. and then of course, like, they fucking skyrocketed <laughs> since then, um, sure. and they're still doing it to this day. Yeah, so we can um, kind of guess who that. Yeah, yeah, right. So exactly, you can guess who it would be. So, um, and funny enough, I was credited as being like the first band though relatively unknown to do the auto tune thing. So like nice. nobody was doing it. And then the software version came out and it downloaded yeah. the software, and then obviously everyone's doing it now. And sure. then, so like, and I remember I had uh, um, an, uh, a meeting with Atlantic Records. They wanted to sign my band back mm-hmm. in the day. And this guy, I don't know, am <laughs> like really throwing everyone under the bus here, it was like, uh, he's like, yo, this autotune thing is whack. You got to stop doing it. Like, no <laughs> one's doing it. It's stupid. It sounds whack. And I'm like, I kind of like it and it's kind of yeah. my sound and like I wasn't that good of a singer like I never really liked my voice and um, yeah, I don't know and then that's hilarious yeah so it was an interesting story um, and that's kind of followed me so, so basically like when I started Lay Youth I didn't want that stuff to, mm-hmm. to, 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 to continue I was like oh, I might not sing on the Lay Youth stuff mm-hmm. I want to have a fresh start so I like ditched my last name started using a different name right? and then started this new project and was like I remember like emailing people about it like managers or agents like yo here's my new project it's called late years not say new project here's my project it's called late youth and um and just kind of being like tempted to be like oh i'm also was in this band that was signed to warner and we toured the world like Mm -hmm. i kind of know what i'm doing right kind of give you some credibility yeah and i was wrote it and i'm like fuck it no i'm just deleting it and i would delete it and i would send it and like dozens of emails went unanswered but every once in a while someone was like oh who's this new kid doing this this new thing like where he's coming out of nowhere and, and i like i learned something then was like people want people want that people want the like at least the industry wants this idea that like oh it's this new kid who came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and nobody wants to be the mm-hmm. guy who didn't sign that kid who right. like you know went off yeah and um so yeah it kind of worked to my advantage and like
2: yeah th- i mean that's really interesting like you know we talk about that a lot whether it's music or other areas mm-hmm. that you know, like, failure is part of the process, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, you're trying to get people to take a chance on you. Like, are people less likely to take a chance on you after the thing before
1: that didn't work? I would say that 95% of the time that, that that's the case. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 weird. I don't know why. I have friends who have, who are in bands now who were in successful bands in the past. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, trying to use that stuff to create this, this new story. Sure. And I'm like, I don't think it works like yeah. that. I, I don't know I don't know why yeah um, all I know is like people stopped responding to my emails in my last band and I'm like nobody gave a shit anymore right and all of a sudden yeah. I wasn't that new kid It came out of nowhere yeah and um, I don't know and it's I, like reinventing myself was like one of the greatest things I ever did nice. and I tell people all the time um, and I think people are still kind of too scared to take that risk to reinvent themselves and to to For not sure. to not use their previous successes. To yeah. create new successes, so. I
2: think it's hard. You know, you get. I mean, it's kind of like you said. Like, and I'm curious. Like, I want to go back a little bit mm. to kind of how how it's happened at the beginning. But I think, like, you know, like to some extent, things just sort of happen, right? And then to to reinvent, like, you have to be really uh, purposeful, mm. and you have to like make a plan. Whereas, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but I think a lot of people when you're just starting out. There is no plan. You just kind of yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you know, you're in third grade, and then next thing you know, you're making records mm-hmm. and like. So, but but go back to that for a second. Like, how did you? Um, how did it become a business? From um, from being from playing drums in third grade.
1: Like, where was the point? I've been getting that question a lot. Um, so actually, just last week, mm. I was in Mexico and and I did this interview, and they they asked how'd you get into the music industry, and I'm like, I, I didn't get. It's not it like I was like, oh, I graduated college, now I'm gonna go be in the music industry. Right. I was Like. And I think I answered it some fucking narcissistic way. I was like, I think music industry, like, came around me. Like, I didn't really, like, I just made music. Sure. And that's the fucking coolest part about it. It's like, yeah. that's all you have to do is just make music. Yeah. And, um... So was and, there a point when you knew that you wanted to do that for so, a living? Yeah, so I was in, uh, it was actually in college, mm. um... My freshman year and took electronic music course and failed it <laughs> and I was like this is something's wrong here I'm nice. like, wait a minute, I know how to make electronic music yeah and um and I took a guitar class failed that as well yeah and I was like wait school's not for me maybe not. this is like this isn't my thing um, maybe it's them so I dropped out and um six months later I'm like touring the country signed to Warner like wow. it, it was like pretty pretty fucking cool yeah um and and every every like cool thing that's happened for me, it's been when I took that risk. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like when you yeah. actually just take that step and you just do it. And and people are scared to do that, and I get it. Like it's scary. Sure. Um, but with practice, like eventually, the more risks you take, the less risky each risk feels. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like. Um, so, um, I was in college, failed the course, dropped out, was like. I'm gonna do this and i remember like i, I guess so I, I guess to some degree i i didn't realize i was joining the music industry i just knew mm-hmm. that like i want to make this my job i want to go on tour i want to like have a band yeah so um i added a guitar player and we started making these songs or he started recording guitar to these songs that I already written mm-hmm. and then we just we just started pushing them out and um within like a month or two labels started coming forward nice and so yeah it was like it wasn't like a. It wasn't ever like a struggle for me in that sense. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a struggle to like make the music industry care about mm-hmm. the music. The, the the best part of the, about the music industry is that they they care about music. Right, sure, it's like that's their job. Yeah. Um. So uh, I don't know. I just think it takes like a little bit of like wit and mm-hmm. um,
2: and obviously good music. I mean that's an interesting point, right? Like I think if you talk to most, if you talk to a lot of like aspiring musicians mm. right there's all this emphasis on like getting discovered mm. and i think you know that's probably not where the focus
1: belongs right right that, i mean there's an industry that's set up to discover you yeah exactly right, right? so first and foremost you have to make good music you, right. you don't stand a chance if you don't make good music yeah um and then from there it's like yeah it takes a little bit you know you got to be smart a bit you have to yeah. like try new things and you have to like do smart things, and it was just like last weekend. Was talking to this guy who's starting this label, and he's like, "Oh, we wanted to do this thing where we, um, like, all of our all the all the people who follow our label, like, we let them get a free download and blah blah blah. These all this thing kind of just these plans set up for like getting music to their own right. people." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, but you're not getting new followers. You're just right. you're just giving the music to the people who already follow you." Yeah, and they were like, "Oh." And this this plan they'd been working on for like two weeks, like I just crushed it in yeah. seconds. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> so sure. I was just like talking. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think like you just need to like think about things and like what's the end goal? Mm-hmm. Where are you? And reverse engineer it. Yeah. Just go backwards. You want to you be on tour by next year, if right now, you've only written one song. Right. What needs to happen in those steps? Sure. You don't just write one song and then go on tour. There's many steps need to happen. Start from then and just reverse engineer it. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you a quick story. I, yeah. I
2: started my career interning at Motown mm. in A&R. And so I was answering the phones for these three A&R guys. And people would call up like... People would call up to talk to Michael Jackson, mm. like literally. You know, <laughs> even though a he wasn't there and he wasn't even on the label yeah, at the time, course. right? It was Jackson Five. It was like uh, two decades since he had been on the label. Yeah. But people would call, like, speak to, can I speak to Boys and Men? <laughs> like they're just sitting around waiting to take off. And then uh, that's amazing. Actually. We would just get these crazy <laughs> phone calls. And but you know, a couple, I'd say three, four times, people called to audition like they would call they wanted to schedule an audition mm. right we want to come in and sing for you whatever mm. and it was my job to tell them no mm. and then like a, but a couple of them just started singing on the phone yeah they're like sure. i'm like yeah well we can't really do and they just start singing <laughs> like and you know I, I just thought it was funny at the time I was, that's I was 19 i didn't know anything but you know now like i you can appreciate the passion and mm. the, just the like drive the Mm. hunger that people had but to your point like there was no plan thinking about like right no one's gonna listen to you on a on a telephone and then there
1: was the one guy who probably didn't call in went into back into his bedroom and like wrote a song and it was like i'm gonna do this the right way right and and exactly it's like exactly there's yeah and it's like sometimes i think like it's good that there are people who like work like that. And like, sure. that's just like, you know, kind of weeds out the, yeah. the, for <laughs> the other sure. then for every sure. once in a while you get this one person who kind of sneaks through who made it from doing some weird. Yeah. I mean, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, like lightning strikes. And then, yeah. And that's, what's great about the world. Right. Sure. It's like, it should yeah. never, no one should fuck with that. It should always be able, <laughs> someone should always exactly. be able to like call a phone and sing a song and right. make it, get a record deal.
2: Totally. Um, so did you like, how did you come to understand that? Like you, you talk about like having an end goal, working your way back. Was that? Were you? Did you
1: know that from day one, or did- um, you know what's funny? Um, I would be lying if I said I, I didn't watch a YouTube video where the guy said that nice. motivational thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Um, so uh, well, first of all, my parents are in- are incredible. They're incredibly supportive, and yeah. I wouldn't be anywhere without them. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people can say that about themselves. And um, so, rad parents, super smart. Um, but uh yeah i watched this video there was like you know i was like ending my last band it was like kind of it was kind of you know it was, I, I knew it was getting close to being over mm-hmm. um and when i say band i just mean like i was deciding to stop i, I didn't, wasn't sure if i wanted to continue doing it right um and uh you know it's kind of going through this time where like i was starting lay youth i didn't know it was lay youth i didn't know it was going to be lay youth mm-hmm. um and didn't really know didn't really have direction and I just watched some fucking motivational video. No and way. I was like, Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah. And it was just some guy in his bedroom talking about reverse engineering this goal. Yeah. And I'm like, that's genius. That's 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 perfect. And it's it, it was at least something that like got me up out of bed, whether it works or not. It mm-hmm. was at least something to like to cling to. And I mm-hmm. think we sort of need those things to like always fall back on. So I always had a plan to fall back on. I could always go get that piece of paper out that had my goals reverse engineered on it. Mm-hmm. Um and uh so yeah and it it, it worked for me um yeah. but it was like you know it's like the band was ending didn't know what i was going to do um i didn't have any money yeah. i was fucking completely broke yeah. um living in like a one-bedroom apartment in like north hollywood not very stoked on mm-hmm. things um i can get into it later but i was also being sued by my guitar player for my last band at oh, the same shit. time yeah it was, it was it was the craziest moment it was craziest like month I would say yeah uh, the lawsuit lasted two years um, but th- it was it Rude. was nearing an end um, at this this month it was like this month that I'm referring to it was mm-hmm. like it was coming to an end it's like didn't know what I wanted to do hadn't really started Lay Youth yet and made this track called Cool and um, fucking put it out and woke up the next day from labels who wanted to sign it yeah and was like that was history and then it was yeah. like won the lawsuit um, got signed Money problems gone, on tour, and mm-hmm. it was, like, boom, 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 boom. It was, like, I c- couldn't have been a more magical... Like, it was actually a week. I'm saying a month. It was, like, yeah. a week with all, wow. this, all this all shit kind of came together. That's a good week. It was incredible. Yeah. It was life-changing. So what does that do... What does that do to your head? Um, you know, I, I think, like, I always... I, I'm always gonna be humble no matter what I, I can't imagine not being that and I, but I think that was like the perfect like way mm-hmm. that it kept me humble it was mm-hmm. like you know I've been working for a long time people think I just came out of nowhere but like I had a previous project I right. was like sleeping in a van with four other guys on yeah. tour for like years and was like fighting 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 and um, trying all these new things and um, you know like I paid my dues as mm-hmm. they say you mm-hmm. look at like some of these other guys who just like came out of nowhere like fucking is a bad example like Bieber for instance like mm-hmm. he's totally fucked he's gonna be he's gonna be like that for the rest of his life right. and the poor guy like doesn't know really what it's like not that he hasn't paid his dues in his own ways yeah. um, and I'm sure he has an incredible story um, but uh, yeah just you know I, I, I don't think it did much to my head mm-hmm. I mean, If it felt great mm-hmm. it felt, made me feel cool And, um, but I knew that from my past experiences, like feeling cool is only as good as your last song, right? right? It's like, it doesn't last forever and people aren't going to care forever. And, um, this is another thing I, I I sort of live by is like, always be cool to the, to, to everyone you meet. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's the saying? It's like the people you meet on the way up are the same people you're going to see you on the, on the way back down. Sure. And we're all going to go back down. Yeah. It's like, and so having those people... Who are like, yo, he was rad to me on his way up, mm-hmm. and and you know he still responds to my emails. Mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so uh,
2: you know you you talk about the you know having the goals, right? Having kind of the mission, and then you know before that week, you know all these challenges, right? So at any point, do you question the mission?
1: Oh yeah, you did yeah. a lot, lot lots of questioning. Yeah. Uh dude, there was I almost moved back to Toledo, Ohio in that in that sort of year, like wow. transition time. By the way, back. I was
2: I got I was born in
1: Bowling Green.
2: No shit. So I don't really have ties there. My dad was in school. Bowling
1: Green wasn't that far. No, no. Was, I
2: mean, Toledo was like the city. I mean,
1: I played Bowling Green at Howard's. You ever go to Howard's? Is that right? Club Age?
2: No, we we moved away when I was two. Oh, oh, was you was just mo- my okay. dad was in. He was yeah, getting his yeah. PhD at Bowling Green State, and that's so hilarious. I have a small connection. Crazy. So, yeah. Do you ever, you've never been back though. I think once when I was four. So we that's
1: went. so we we would play shows in Toledo, yeah. um, and then Bowling Green was just far enough we could hit that that town as well yeah and it'd be like part of the tour yeah yeah um but those are like the rowdiest shows well
2: i'm i'm it's good it's good to know like i've often thought like how fortunate it was that we moved to california and like my life would have been very different growing very, up in bowling very, green very different but it's good to know that somebody from that area <laughs> is like you know on the right path <laughs> that's great um, there's not many of us I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have had to necessarily be a farmer or, yeah or right ever yeah, yeah out there
1: um yeah some of my best friends still live there so yeah. i can't i can't talk no no anymore. i'm not hating on it. i just you know i
2: just like i said it's so
1: different than where i ended up uh-huh.
2: uh what was it what was they talking about no i was asking about you know how, what
1: happens when you're when you question oh um oh yeah so i was talking uh, i must move back to Toledo. though yeah. um you know like was going through this lawsuit thing, and that, was, that yeah. was like breaking me down. It was like bringing yeah. up all this old stuff from my past, and um, it was it was it was a tough time. And yeah. and yeah, you you start questioning things when you're like walking dogs to make money. You're like, what am I doing? For what sure. what happened? Yeah. And um, but uh, I I mean, with the exception of like almost moving back to Toledo, and I, and I didn't obviously like there weren't that many moments where I was like ready to throw in the towel where Mm -hmm. I was like oh this is it I'm Mm -hmm. not I'm gonna go back to school or something like that was never on the table yeah um it was always just a matter of like I just need to find another way Mm -hmm. and and I did Yeah. Um, and I think you know like if next year everyone is like yo La Youth is the worst stuff we've ever heard I don't want to listen to it again like I'll just change my name (laughs) I'll I'll pop pop back up on your radio or something yeah that's great um so it's just like yeah i just this is what i want to do with my life yeah and um i'm forgetting the saying but like what is like the the the, the journey is the reward uh-huh. or something or like the destination sure. journey and and that's true it's like this is like if i wasn't fighting i don't know what the, what i would be doing yeah. you know it's like um yeah i just i love like i love doing it i love like growing and making music and yeah this is like the coolest job yeah so.
2: I mean, it strikes me like, you know, all these struggles, I mean, obviously somebody suing you, that's a, a very real thing, mm. but like so much of this stuff is like, we just we just do it to ourselves, it's mm. all in our heads, mm-hmm. right, and, and I think, you know, meaning mm. like, you know, when good things happen to us, we tell ourselves whatever story about that, mm. either it's because we're so fucking amazing, or because there was some, you know forces that conspired to help us or whatever it mm-hmm. is, right? It's mm-hmm. not... and It's right or wrong, whatever, Yeah, yeah. you know, and the same thing when bad thing happens, mm-hmm. right? But I think it's so interesting, you know, how you navigate that in a way that works for you. That is really interesting. I hadn't thought about that. And you can't, you know, and the work you do, like, you know, when things aren't going right, you can't just work harder to be... to make better music. Like, mm-hmm. that's not... I don't mean to say I mean it's hard work. Mm-hmm. Not that I've ever done it, but I've seen it from from afar and mm. right. But it's not like the song isn't good enough I need to work harder. Right? Right, right. You um, don't swing the sledgehammer that much harder
1: to to make I, the I, song I think, better. I think people do think that though, which is crazy. Um yeah, you know like I was just just listening to this podcast with this this guy was talking about people like who think that like, oh, I'm I i'm really successful i have this business and and i i can, I can thank myself and yeah. we sort of like don't consider all the th- all the people that we should actually be thinking such as parents or yeah. friends or those people you meet on your way up absolutely and um yeah you're right i, I actually I, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about things like that yeah probably um, a good idea but yeah right um i remember like when i when I was just starting like the late stuff before I knew it was like youth, I got into meditation. Mm. Um, I knew I like, I needed to clear my head. Nice. I was also going through this lawsuit and needed yeah. to like, what kind find of meditation? Some, uh, mindfulness. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just like, you know, sit there for what felt like hours, just mm-hmm. like, trying to clear my head and mm-hmm. be able to be able to like actually produce music while also dealing with this other stuff going on in my life Yeah. being broke and like all those things can really fuck with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah
2: so now thankfully we're, we're past all that and and i know um i know you know cool kind of opened that door in a lot of ways and then you know you've made a lot of great music since then so. and, and that continues um so now what's thinking about that reverse engineering what's the next goal
1: so actually it's funny is I've actually, I've like exceeded the, the reverse engineer part. Like I'm past the Good. part of like, I'm kind of like, where's the next step? What do we doing now? Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Uh, so I haven't really thought much about that. I just kind of go going like day by day mm-hmm. and sort of like goal by goal. Mm-hmm. And so for now I want to, um, obviously like follow up the success of some of the previous songs that mm-hmm. I put out. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't want my my job my life to end. I want this like to, this thing to keep going. Yeah. So um, that's a big motivator for me, is mm-hmm. like to sort of just keep the fire going, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of weird. It's probably maybe not, maybe not the healthiest way to be like operating. Um, you know, I think I, I was. I keep talking about these, like, videos. You guys probably think I'm, like, sitting at home what, looking for motivational videos Dude, or something. Dude, I, I think YouTube uh, is, is an amazing resource. <laughs> um, I, wish we, I wish we had it when I was a kid. Right, yeah. But this this video I saw was, like, you know, don't think about... Maybe it wasn't even a video, I don't remember. But it was, like, don't think about, like, um, you know, like, being on that yacht like two years from now and like right. being famous and having songs on the radio just focus on like what you need to do to get there so mm. focus on like the music focus mm-hmm. on making great music uh, and i think that's so true yeah. And i think what can happen is like you have success from something and you start like that fucks with your head and you start thinking about like oh i want to be on the radio again and i want another top 10 single and that's your motivator mm-hmm. and that can that messes with the music obviously sure. like when I made yeah. Cool like I didn't know what I was doing I didn't, wasn't yeah. like trying to be on the radio I didn't think it was going to be on the radio yeah. and I just, was just making music mm-hmm. what's even funnier is like the next song that came out was actually a song I'd done previous to Cool and that did even better on the radio which one was that? it was Dance With Me oh yeah so I actually made that before Cool nice. it came out in reverse order nice and that was like number 8 on the, in, in the UK yeah. on the charts it was like uh, I was wild yeah. in fact,' I'm like here like in a taxi in the u k like in London, like listening to this song I made, uh-huh. like having no idea what I was doing that's great um yeah, it was really weird, so like yeah, sampling t l. c nonetheless uh-huh. and like I'm like this doesn't seem right <laughs> <clears throat> so
2: th- let's talk about music for a because you know your sound um like i said it's it's definitely like my kind of thing, but you know it, it draws on a lot of uh what I would call like classic you know, house mm. and R and B mm. and um, you know, kinda pulls pulls music and ideas from, you know, other times mm. into today. And yeah. so how is that
1: how'd that happen for you? Like I think I think I've always gravitated towards like the underground stuff mm-hmm. and um, stuff that people aren't doing, stuff that I'm not not hearing. Um yeah. and I don't know, I just, it's just like how I'm built I don't I wasn't even really a thought like oh I want to do something that no one else is doing that's just always what I what I do sure um so um when I got into into dance music like I was like that's this kind of stuff I gravitated towards and then when it came to like sampling um you know putting in a vocal sample into my track it was like I drew from the stuff I knew and that Mm -hmm. was like 90s Pop Radio, which is yeah. like the Paul Abdul stuff that we talked about earlier, it's yeah. like I'm like, oh, I know a great vocal that would sound dope on this, yeah, um, and yeah, and then it's just, it's literally it's just a lot of experimenting mm-hmm. so um it's it's trying to do something that like other people aren't doing and and that's what what I did with the band as well, like you know the auto tune and stuff mm-hmm. and doing mm-hmm. all those new things and no one was doing it's like it's just trying to do new shit, yeah. <laughs> Um, because at the end of my life, like, when I look back on, on what I've done, I'm going to be way happier knowing that like, yeah, maybe I didn't like, maybe I wasn't the one who dominated and was like at the top and like, and really capitalized on something. Mm-hmm. But at least I was like, you know, at least I was there at the beginning and like did, did what was real to me and what was yeah. cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Hey, check it out. Rebel Radio is brought to you by Wix.com. Do you need a website? No, let me tell you, you do need a website. And you can do it yourself with Wix.com. No matter what business you're in, if you got a startup, your music career, your uh, earwax collection, I don't know what you're doing. Whatever it is, you need a website. And Wix is used by more than 84 million people worldwide. It makes it easy to get your website live today. You can spend time on your business Don't spend time building your website. There's hundreds of designer-made templates to choose from. Use the drag-and-drop editor. You drop in your images, your videos, your copy, and next thing you know, you have a beautiful website that you built yourself. It's fast. It's easy. It's free. We did it with rebelradio.net. Check it out, and you can see the amazing work you can do with Wix.com. You're too busy with everything else? Stop worrying about your website. Wix.com. It's easy and free. Go to wix.com, create your own website today. Send it to us, and we will promote it online. All right. Let's talk about homework. I know you. Uh, you,
1: yeah. Launched, you yeah. Yeah. So. You um, a label. Yeah. So I wanted to like, I want to take back. The the goal behind homework is to take back the power. Is, is essentially of my own control of my own music. Mm-hmm. Um. So I have a lot of music that hasn't been out, been in sort so of this label structure, sure. where I was waiting like nine months for a track to come out. Um, luckily, I was able to get out of that deal, mm-hmm. and the goal was always to sort of create a label or so, or some way of releasing my own music, nice. um, and then to, and then also to create like a brand and, um, a, you know, it's essentially the reasons why people start labels in the first place is kind of we're mm-hmm. into music. I want to create like a home for music. Yeah. And create a collective of artists that I believe in, um, that I think is going to change the world yeah. and, and change music, yeah. and um, that's what I'm doing. And I have like all these friends that are, like, even in Southern California, like that are just making amazing music, and Dennis, for instance, mm-hmm. and like. We're all just kind of like, oh, put a track out here with this label, do this, da 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 da. And we're like, we're, yet yeah, we're like playing shows and like Dennis will come up and we'll do a back to back set, right. like yeah, totally yeah. random, and people love it. And they will be like, hop on Gold Room's set and at Coachella or vice mm-hmm. versa, and um, and it's like like we could be sort of creating like a like a, a like a home for this. You see a lot of these like EDM guys that like, you know, it's just like one quick look at like ex-DJ's like you, know, you name this DJ's like Instagram and you see him taking pictures of these other guys sure. and then like yeah, yeah. and then there's this one guy who's coming up and before you know it he's in the picture with the other guys and totally. they stay very tight yeah it's just like this little click
2: yeah we had JCO on and he was talking about like the politics of trading like reposts it's
1: just it's just yeah. killing it for me I don't I'm yeah. not into it um one I mean the SoundCloud dream is kind of dead i think that's over yeah that's just where like the business kind of fucks with the music yeah. you know it's like it's like uh they just can't avoid it um but it's funny you mentioned that like i like cool is a perfect example i had sampled yeah. someone else's song and like didn't credit her in it sure. like just yeah. called it my track and yeah. but again it was it was totally like under the i didn't know it was gonna do anything yeah sure um but yeah I mean like you know I can't complain that much because that track did come out and I didn't have to to credit Cassie on it and you know Dance With Me came out and didn't have to credit TLC Um, oddly enough those are both UK releases Mm -hmm. where you know through the UK label kind of understands dance music a bit better than we do here in the US Um, but yeah I think uh, the business is probably always going to motivate the music unfortunately
2: Yeah. yeah how do you navigate I mean I think like my perception is you're you're bigger as an artist in UK. I know you had a radio show mm. um, and it sent, you know, I, I sense your brand's bigger over there than it is here. Uh
1: yeah, I think I, I actually probably say it's not anymore. Okay. But it certainly was like yeah. two years ago. Um, yeah. yeah, like the um, cool I mean cool still gets played on Radio One, which is awesome. Sure. Um but it was like on daytime radio is like mm-hmm. you like it was like it, between like Justin Timberlake and Daft Punk literally yeah. like so weird yeah um, so yeah but they also move way quicker on things than we do here right it's like you know the next month no one's coming to your shows yeah. that can happen very easily yeah um, and you know like yeah I think for a while it, it was bigger and I, and there were things going on and um, but the idea of like it's it's just incredibly stressful like trying to follow up success there and trying to stay relevant i'm sure the fact that i had like two top 10 singles was i'm totally stoked on that yeah um and to be able to like at the same time that was kind of you know slowing down the u.s was picking up Mm -hmm. and um i'm happy yeah yeah that's great i mean the goal is to like is to follow up things there but like the idea of like oh each single needs to do better than the next like that will fuck with your head. Sure, it's crazy, and yeah. not many people are, have been able to do it. Yeah. Um I mean, can only think of what, like, Duke DeMont, I think mm-hmm. he's made one of the like, as far as dance music goes, mm-hmm. um, he's done a great job. Mm-hmm. But you know, he also lives in the UK. He understands the culture there. Right. When I made cool and danced with me, like like I said, like I didn't know what I was doing.
2: So how is it important to spend time, like, in in the market? Like, obviously you go
1: over there and do shows or whatever, I mean, but... I think when there's it, a business... When there's the business behind it, when Sony was behind it, it yeah. didn't, didn't fucking matter. Yeah. It's like, they're just putting money into it, and they're, sure. like, getting it into the place it needs to go. Yeah. Um, and that's the business side that I'm like, was very cool to me, um, and I'm very fortunate, but, like, you know, it's not like I, like, paid my dues in the UK. Mm-hmm. It was not mm-hmm. like I, like, was there DJing. Duke Dumont's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. He's like his success is well deserved. Yeah. Um I just happened to write a song that they were like, oh, people are gonna like this mm-hmm. and that's all it was. Yeah. Um so living there, I don't know. Um yeah, I guess I guess it would be good to like to understand I certainly like struggled for some some of the DJ sets. I was like, you know, like in the US I'd play Duke de monde or Disclosure and it would go off. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing it there and these people like just heard it on right, the right, car was, ride yeah, to yeah. the club. Yeah. And it's like and I and so I struggled for a bit. <clears throat> sure. Knowing no the room. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I figured it out eventually. And yeah. it's like but I'm always learning. you know, that's what that's what this is, is for me. It's like always learning. Yeah, every yeah, DJ said it's kinda like, What am I like, In fact, it just tweeted something that I played San Antonio at this like hole in the wall bar the other night, which like should've never happened. It was like <laughs> the venue kept changing and they uh-huh. put me in this weird place, but it was packed. Like yeah. it was all these rad people yeah, and um, and I remember like I tweeted something at the end of the night like thanks Antonio like I learned how to DJ tonight because I wasn't ready for that and yeah. it was like and I had to kind of adapt and learn new things and um, you know so how do you do that on the fly when there's you know people in the room and it's, uh it's luckily djing the is it. a, it's a bit different than like playing a live instrument so yeah. like you could you you do have a have a bit of time yeah. um and if you're good you know how to get out of a situation that you probably shouldn't be in if you mm-hmm. get to some techie house thing and the people who want like right you know some want genuine like you right. fucked up so yeah. like get out quick yeah um so yeah i don't know it's like and then it's a matter of like doing your thing too so like i I, most importantly for me, I want to do my thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, I'll play a club that's just like my thing ain't gonna work. Right. Like, I need to figure out something else out. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's always just like, like I said, it's always learning. It's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this isn't gonna work. Let's try mm-hmm. something different. Yeah. So yeah. You know, talk about. Um,
2: I, I want to talk about partnerships a little bit. Uh, what what you've learned? Obviously, you know, having the band and a mm-hmm. lawsuit, and then now going into a label where you're. Partnering with artists that you know whose music you're putting out, whatever. So, what what lessons have you picked up
1: um, about maybe what makes a good partner for you? And I don't, you know, like I don't think I'm that good at working with people. Okay. Um, so when I started the band, it was just me and 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 writing my songs yeah. and the way I wanted to. And then I like, you know, added this guitar player with the intention of writing songs with him, mm-hmm. and kind of like. We, he, we just were going two different directions it wasn't working yeah. so he was happy just to record the guitar to the songs after I'd already written them yeah. and that's and that's just how it worked for me and then we added a drummer and like he didn't know what he was doing so like you just play drums I'll show you what to play mm-hmm. Um. so like I, I don't know like I, I yeah I don't I think if I had to be honest I would say I'm probably not good at working with other people yeah. I'm very cool with, with people and very nice and sure. um, but uh, I'm always more efficient I guess on my own Hmm. That said, there are a few people I've met that I work incredibly well with. Like mm-hmm. Dennis, for instance. Mm-hmm. He's just perfect to work with. So uh, why does that work when some others don't? I think uh, he, he's from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm from like 30 minutes away. So right. we just kind of, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I don't know. We just we just get along. And yeah. I think like it, it, it helps when you're friends before. And yeah. it's just personality types, I yeah. think. Um And then taste and music is important, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like what the goal for me has always been to surround myself, even in my social life, in my normal life, is to always surround myself with people I care about, people that are like good people, people that like I want to spend time with in the studio, people who can call me when they're having like girlfriend issues at like midnight or something like, Mm -hmm. that's happened, and and those are the people I try to put around me. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't have like a clear answer on that. No, That's... I love that. I mean, I always say don't don't do business with strangers. Right. Which is usually the opposite of like, you know, like I I I don't want to say any names. I got but, like I've met I've met people that like right away I'm like, "Oh, this isn't my person." No, 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 no like this isn't going to work. In yeah. fact, I remember like when I added the guitar player to the band years ago, Practice one night and talk to my parents this is a young kid by the way i talk to my parents I'm like oh no i don't think he's gonna work and they're like no no, just stick it out like you you'll, you'll learn to work with him mm. and it's funny my intuition then yeah. the first fucking day was like get away from this kid and this yeah. kid inevitably sued me like six years later wow um yeah so and i never got along with him through, mm-hmm. through those six years so um so do you yeah. are
2: you much quicker to cut people off now?
1: I, I'm just much l- more hesitant to let them in yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Um. And so there's people like in the last year that I've met that I'm like, well, eh, find out my kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're just creating boundaries. Yeah. It's just being like, oh, I can work with you in this capacity, but like yeah. this kind of stuff, like it ain't gonna work.
2: I think that's so hard to do, man. It's it, it kinda... is
1: because people can be sneaky. You yeah, don't like sure. you don't really know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't I just that's just the risk, mm-hmm. right? That's just what that comes with it. Um, yeah. but if you can if you can identify those people right away, that's that's the move, I think. Yeah. You know.
2: Uh you know, go going back to that experience, is there I'm just thinking of, you know, people who might find themselves in a similar situation.
1: H- how do you avoid uh, a lawsuit or is there sometimes it's just... Man, you know. um, that was a crazy story. I know we can get into it. Do, you have, do we have time? How are we doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll make it fast. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, they just, they're just they going to kick us out. Oh, place. it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, he, no, I definitely want to hear it. He, he just... Uh, I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, when I moved to L.A., when I, when I left Toledo... Um, I knew like he he wasn't gonna come with. He wasn't gonna want to come with. Yeah. He was going through his own personal stuff. So I said, hey, we need to like we're gonna need to let you go. Mm-hmm. And he was like, thanks, I appreciate it. Actually needed this kind of freedom. Cool, everything was cool. I moved to LA. Um, some rumors were going back to Toledo that I was making all this money from 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 the band. And when in reality, I was in a massive amount of debt. I, yeah. I bought the all the gear. I bought all the lights, sure. all the stage stuff, the van, the trailer. The merch, like everything, yeah, and not only that, I wrote every single song, mm-hmm. without a doubt, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's what I had to. So, so he, so basically, these rumors were going back, you know, like oh, Wes to make all this money, blah, blah, blah. and I, uh, I went back to Toledo to play a show, like I'd lived in LA for like a year and a half, maybe at this point, maybe mm-hmm. not even that long, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> played the show, got off stage, and some guy came up with this. Packet, and was like, are you West Quinones? Literally, it just jumped off stage taking pictures of, with, with people. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I remember making a joke, like, are you serving me papers? And then just kind of laughed and said, fuck off, man. And just kind of like threw it in the in, in the merch bin, didn't think about it. And the next morning, I woke up like, oh, what was that dude? That guy gave me that pamphlet. What was up with that? I walked out to the van, yeah. opened it up, and I was like, floored. Wow. It was like this dude disclaiming he wrote all the songs. Yeah he had he had gone i never copyrighted my music so i just didn't give a shit right. and sure. he went back and and in this like time didn't know what's happening had gone back and copyrighted all my music wow. um claimed that all i did was add lyrics oh wow and the and that he wrote all the music and the melody Yeti? yeah i mean he basically like did the things he you need to do to to like to win a lawsuit mm-hmm. about songwriting like he had a he had a he had an attorney so um i had uh, and i was living in la at the time. And it was, I don't, know, for whatever reason, like I had to get an attorney in Ohio, mm-hmm. um, right, so for whatever kind of the 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 lawsuit it was. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, he had all these like he was like bringing up all these old people from my past, saying that they that they could all um, verify what he was saying. So basically, I had to get a lawyer from Ohio, who's a great friend of mine now, mm-hmm. and fought this lawsuit for like a year and a half, two yeah. years. And got declaratory judgment, like didn't even need to go into court. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was it was just that's uh, painful. It was it was it was painful. Like destroyed a lot of relationships in my in my personal life. There yeah, were some sure. friends that knew that was happening that weren't like saying stuff to yeah, me. Yeah, and like that's dude, a lot of nasty stuff came out of that. Yeah. Um, so what did what'd that teach you?
2: I mean, obviously,
1: keep people out. If, if no, you know, you know it, it, it did teach me something about um, about uh, about. The music business. It taught yeah. me that like people will like will always surprise you and um and to trust your gut and to mm-hmm. like just get shit fucking signed do mm-hmm. contracts yeah. you just have to yeah um I luckily I was able to go I found a demo of every single song it was thirty two songs he was claiming and I found a demo of every single one showing that like I had written it before he had even heard it mm-hmm. and and that's how I essentially won the case and that's, that's great music law like that's yeah. how it works yeah and um so i don't know it just made me like made me like a, a bit like skeptical about mm-hmm. people i don't know if that's the word i'm looking for or, like hesitant mm-hmm. to work with people and maybe that's why i am the way i am but um i don't know like i still like i don't think it's like shut me off to people i still take risks all the time sure yeah. um maybe it made me bolder in some ways maybe it made me like you know i can i'll fucking win this as well <laughs> <So>. yeah
2: <laughs> I mean that's so good I, I feel like you know in in business like first of all you got to learn that stuff won't kill you because mm-hmm. you don't know that you know yeah yeah um and then you know i like music is so interesting because you know here you are you know a fair amount about music law and and, and about you know business management that's not what you got into it for and it's mm-hmm. not like that you know you're only learning those things because of your success as a musician Mm -hmm. and so it's like the better you are at your art the more then you have to do other stuff
1: that you're maybe not that good at right right yep um Um, yeah you know but like the reason i not in college i didn't graduate college because i've just i wanted to avoid all that kind of shit like i didn't want to learn that stuff about business law of course about music law you know like i didn't i never wanted to know it yeah i'm glad i do i'm glad i did go through it in some in some ways but like you know yeah it's not fun you know being around like dennis static revenger for instance like very intimidating guy to be around because he knows everything there's nothing that two doesn't know yeah and um you know, some, it makes me feel like, oh shit, maybe I should be like focusing more on that stuff. But I don't know when I would find the time. You know, like maybe on a flight, I can like read some book about like music law or the music business or something. But like, you're not good. Yeah, no it's like does. I'm not, right. No, it's like, <laughs> that's
2: not, yeah, it's not gonna happen. You better have writing a song. Yeah, no,
1: that, that's, that's, that's always been my, my, my sort of my goal was like, I'll just write a song. Or like, I'd rather yeah. focus on that because that's the one thing that's proven to work for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nice. We'll have a little lightning
2: round before I let you go. Oh God, I hate these. Um, we'll make it easy, and you can you can say pass if there's anything okay, 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 that we don't care about. Um, but uh, actually, I have one that's not in my lightning round. But but because you make the kind of music you do, um, do you have a favorite like R and B house mix or collab? Um, if you think back, like, are there any uh,
1: yeah, that stand of course. out to you? Um, like a like like a sort of like a bootleg thing, whatever. Um, let me think. Let me think of a good one. I'll tell you mine. Yeah, please.
2: Well, there's probably a bunch, but the one that 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 always comes first to mind is is M. K. uh to M. K. It's funny. They're freaking MK.
1: Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, a more recent one. Um, you heard the uh, Zach Samuel remix of Karen Harding? No. Something? No. Excellent. Nice. I'd say that one. It's, like, my favorite song to play. Yeah. i have like, yell it out to the to the crowd. And, uh, That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so. Nice. All yeah. right, I'm going to look that one up. Yep.
2: Um, okay. You might have already kind of... You might have an easier time than you think on some... <laughs> we <laughs> might have gotten some of this. But um, what's something you used to believe and then decided you'd been wrong? Oh. Um...
1: Something. Oh, there's so many of these things. Nice. Um, I think. Uh, let me think of a good one. Well, I, I I used to always think that you should like be open to working with other people and 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 letting people in and yeah. like um, and I was wrong about that. Yeah. And still confused about it. It still fucks to me. Sure. But yeah, I was certainly was wrong about that one. Yeah. Um, and then and then there's things just about like making music that I turned out to be wrong. I remember like I remember thinking like back to actually when I was recording an album for my last band, thinking like, "Oh, I want every song to be a hit. I want I want like just I want this want a record of like mm-hmm. 15 fucking singles." I sure. don't like I don't care about the record. Right. And the producer we were working with, uh, Matt Squire actually, was like saying like, "No, you should have some of these like tastier bits in there that aren't yeah. going to go to radio." And like um and I think he was right, and I was wrong. No, I so. mean, that's
2: great. That's great wisdom. <laughs> mm-hmm. that
1: I think I used that wisdom to create some of the lay things that, mm-hmm. that have been successful for me. You yeah. know, so I wasn't like, trying to write something. Um, and I would say that's probably the, the moment in my last band where things started going the wrong direction for me, mm-hmm. where I was, like, trying to chase something mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, create something. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Ah, that's a good one. Um, is there a talent you always wish you had more
1: of? I wish I played piano better. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. actually, my parents put my brother and my sister in piano lessons, and never made me take any piano lessons. And my brother's a fucking doctor, and my sister like works in entertainment. Like, yeah. And here I am, like wishing I played fucking piano. It's pretty pathetic, actually. What
2: about? Is there another career besides music that you'd want to
1: um, pursue? Something with a steady paycheck. Okay. <laughs> so anything with a steady paycheck. Yeah. Um, that's just stressful.
2: So, know, talk- so if you knew you couldn't fail at it and that steady paycheck would be there, what would you do? Um,
1: oh, God. I think I wanted to be a chef at okay. some point in my life. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd want to do that now. That's yeah. just that's the last thing I knew I wanted to do. Yeah. I think I would work in the music industry. I think I would be like being like an artist manager. I mm-hmm. think it would be awesome. I'd be very happy doing that. Yeah. Um, radio DJ, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um
2: yeah you don't yeah. still oh. do the radio show
1: no i don't i did it yeah. for about two years yeah. i think um i would uh something that in tech okay i would love to do this in tech i wish i could like program shit yeah but it's just not my thing sure
2: <laughs> yeah although it's not that, it's not that different than music I mean, I mean i think it's a lot it's very different in some ways but it's something to be learned right it's yeah a, it's a craft it's yeah. like you know yeah totally but it's also like music is so i mean Music is so t- technologically driven that there's yeah, a lot of right. crossover there now. Right. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, so if, if I were on your team, what's something I would hear you say over and over?
1: Uh, what did I say this morning in this email? Um <laughs> I, sometimes I, I write these emails and I'm like, oh god, I probably said, came off as an asshole. And like, I re, I sent off a couple of emails this morning and I went for a jog and I'm yeah. thinking like, ah, I gotta go back and like and like tell these guys I'm sorry. Um, sometimes I say things like, um, I don't, I, I, it's more like of 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 this idea of like, come on guys, like, what, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. What 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 are we doing here? Sure. Come on, like, I probably picked that up from Dennis actually. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just like, I like. I don't get a Saturday and in, 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 in a Sunday, right. so the rest of my why does the rest of my team get a Saturday and a Sunday? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of unfair, actually, to be honest. But uh, it's the idea of like, you know, like it's like when your like manager has like like an away message or mm-hmm. like, oh right. hey, I'm out of the office for the day. I'm yeah. like,
2: what? <laughs> like, the one that kills me is when the voicemail is full. God, it's like, terrible. Come on. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah it's hard waiting you know waiting for other people mm. right and i think it's one of the, the toughest things to do um especially yeah, when yeah. you're the type of person that just is used to just making shit happen yeah, yeah i
1: mean i've had managers in the past that have been terrible at responding to emails yeah. would just like 70 percent of the emails would be unanswered yeah. um it's like that just doesn't work for me yeah um like, we're all doing this for the same reason. Like, let's all just work hard. And if you don't want to, if you can't respond to emails, like, maybe we just shouldn't be working together. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't, if you don't have the time to, to like, to work with somebody, like, you're just going to end up fucking with them or holding them back or something. Absolutely. Am I cussing too much? Is no, no, no. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, totally fine. <laughs> um, I just feel like we're like having a conversation yeah, it, like, yeah. and like forgetting that the microphone's on. No, it's are totally quiet, cool. Saying,
2: we like it that way. Good. Um, I was going to say, I did, I saw some self development. You know, book or video, or whatever, that said, like, it was like the definition of growth is like, is it's the amount of time it takes you from when you send that email to when you realize, like, oh shit, I could have. Oh, that's that a, great. Right? That's good. So okay. like, it's never gonna go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you might catch yourself faster. Yeah, it's
1: funny. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you said that. Cause yeah. I literally pressed send and then yeah. went on a jog this morning and I'm like, okay, I have 20 minutes, I need to leave and come to this. And I'm like jogging and I'm like, oh
2: God. Yeah, uh, why did I
1: do that? Yeah. I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to do that. That's funny. And uh, that's yeah, yeah. that's good.
2: Um, who would you be excited to learn as a fan of your
1: work? Uh, Cassie, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, 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 she's like never commented on. No, Google. nothing. Not no, no, I think like I did this interview with MTV actually, and I was like, oh, I think she probably hates it because she doesn't mention. She doesn't like huh. even acknowledge it exists. Wow. Um, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um yeah, it'd be cool to know like this someone I sampled like cared that I sampled them. Yeah. Like, TLC hasn't said anything. Yeah. Um, actually the original version of Cool had this uh Missy Elliott rap part at oh, cool. the end of it. Yeah. And they were like, Nope get that yeah. out yeah she or she was actually like it was like i remember I read an email where she was like ain't happening ain't right. happening and we we're like they sony tried to give her some more money for it and they're no. like no yeah she's just not she doesn't want it in there yeah so i tried to like sneak it into a mixtape once and they even caught that wow got it taken down yeah so i'm like damn huh I was just imagining yellow, like just searching <laughs> lay youth's profile like, probably somebody <laughs> on her behalf like,
2: <laughs> yeah right. that's funny
1: right do you collect anything uh, just like any random things yeah. collect uh, you just uh, yeah I'm into like music gear stuff uh-huh. so I, just, I buy a lot of gear that yeah. I never use that just right. sits in my studio it's Like I sure. show off to friends and then for some reason I buy like I'm into buying headphones like, uh-huh. but not for DJing you and Dennis does Dennis do the same he's thing? he's got like a crazy headphone oh he collection. does you're right he has yeah. those, big, those big silver ones yeah yeah um, no I just like buying headphones for flights and stuff oh okay I'm like I go into the, like the airport, like little tech, yeah. whatever, electronic store, and like look at all the different headphones and be like, oh, those would be, those would sound really dope on yeah. this flight. It's so stupid. I kind of like, get that. I don't buy them, but I, I see them, and you're like,
2: oh yeah. Then you forget you have like a yeah, room, but I, have, the I same have like six pairs
1: right. in my bag behind me. Yeah, um, yeah. So nice. I'm not, but yeah, I don't like collect comics or records uh-huh. or anything. I've tried to start a record collection, did a terrible job. Yeah, um, I don't feel like I have time. <clears throat> And I'm so driven yeah. in by the things that I'm – I'm so motivated, rather, by the things that I'm actually into, the things that are going to, like, provide a future for me and, like, that. that's all I – that's all uh, – just, you know, to a flaw, Sure. I think, but that's uh, all I think about. Yeah. Are you a big reader? I'm not. I'm no. a, I'm the worst reader because I don't read at all. But you got YouTube videos. Say what? You yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I, I, YouTube's, but, uh, but yeah. you know, like, my brother's a reader, my parents are readers, my uh-huh. sister is, and, like, all my friends are – it's it's doesn't feel very cool to be like, No, I don't read. <laughs> I wish I did. Do you read? Yeah, I'm a I'm a yes. How often But do you I read can't it? make music. But how often do you read? Well, uh so I'm a big audiobook. Oh, you do audiobooks? Yeah. I just downloaded my first audiobook did last week. what yeah, you download? Uh some somebody made me do it, I'll tell you right now. Um actually my aunt was like, Oh, you need to do this. It was like and it's probably not even probably not even like an actual story. It's just uh-huh. oh I'm not signed in. Um but it's like so. If I ever did read, it would be like motivational stuff. It yeah. wouldn't be like yeah. read a story. Like I'll just watch the fucking movie. When right. It comes out. Like, yeah. It's so shitty of me.
2: <laughs> I do no. I mean, I I like to read, but but there's no time. Yeah, right. So audiobooks gets me in the car, on the bike, at the gym. Yeah, that's excellent. Know, all those times when yeah. there's no
1: way you could read. I, mean, I do podcasts. Yeah. What? Um, what's uh a, I do. Um, some what do I do? Podcasts? I do uh, Criminal. Uh huh. So that one's cool. It's like yeah. it talks about like. Prime and shit. yeah um and then uh what are the other ones actually so I just started like listening to them on Spotify um Strangers mm-hmm. The Moth I love The Moth we go um, my wife and I go to the oh, to the live d- d- events they're, they're they're probably in LA yeah they come already. to
2: LA like three four times a year
1: crazy so good yeah yeah that'd be fun it's um, it's a blast and then uh, Sa- uh Savage Lovecast Dance uh-huh. uh so yeah,
2: yeah, those are good. Yeah, nice. What about movies? What what movie do you think you've seen the most?
1: Uh, what did we just saw something last night? Um, what did we see last night? Oh my god, we see a lot of movies. That's yeah. What I can. Um, have you seen uh, Hell or High Water? Have no, you seen that? I never uh, heard of it. Hang on, I will. Uh, the guy who did uh, Sicario. Oh okay. Did you see Sicario. Yeah. Excellent movie. Yeah,
2: it was great. Um, so yeah. wait, if you think back, what movie do you think you've seen the most in your
1: life? Oh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Nice, definitely. I watched that like dozens and dozens. Of that's times. a good one. Yeah. Um, so last night we saw um, Deep Water Horizon with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Wahlberg. Cool. I was telling my friends, like that looks I'm, scary. Well, they thought I was making it up. A movie yeah. called Deep Water Horizon starring Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like that's funny. Um, no, it's a good one though. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the other the other one was Yeah, Hell or High Water. It's great. And then I just saw Sully, which kind of freaked me out. Cause oh it's all, yeah. Like. Airplanes crashing. I don't want to watch that. It's cool. I fly too much. No, yeah, I, but it was it was okay. It yeah. actually like makes you feel better about it for oh, some yeah? reason. Yeah, because it's like well, one they all survived, <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. And um, learning like all of the sort of like redundancies that are uh-huh. in 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 airplanes to sort yeah, of make sure yeah. that kind of shit doesn't happen. Yeah, it helps. So
2: there's a great. Uh, I know you're not a reader, but but audiobook of of uh, Outliers, Malcolm mm. Gladwell. Okay, it's a great book. There's a lot of just like. Fun shit that you'll never use in your life, but it's interesting. But there's a chapter on plane crashes, and he explains the like the science, like how they keep planes from crashing, yeah. yeah. And and the you know the rare occasions when that doesn't work, but but it actually made me like
1: feel better about it. Have you read about um? This is crazy. I was like super into this. How to survive falling from airplanes? There's actually like there's actually like things you can do if you're falling out of an airplane. There's yeah. certain things you can do to like dramatically raise your chances of survival. Yeah. People have survived. It's not packing just, a parachute, is it? No. That's I the first one. That. But there's people who literally have survived just straight falling like full no velocity and have survived it. Wow. Just like shouldered it and just like obviously not just shouldering like on front. Yeah, yeah, but like sure. you can hit hills, you can like you wow. avoid water, surprisingly. Right. Really? You aim for like trees can help you. Um that sounds if you're safe. falling with like Flight gear, like, you're still attached uh, you to your like, seat. You have a right. better chance yeah, of survival. Yeah, sure. Just crazy shit. People, like, <clears throat> survive some some pretty amazing things. James, let's get that YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> let's
2: find that. Um, all right, last question. Favorite DJ of all time? Ooh. DJ
1: or music producer? One uh, of each. Okay, one of each. Uh, favorite producer is MK. Uh-huh. Um, favorite DJ... Um, uh, who was that uh, Dorley nice yeah D-O-O-R-L-Y yeah um, yeah I just had like a blast watching him DJ I don't know him but I've seen the name he's uh you're the like, first to bring kind him like, up on here so that's kind dope. of like watching him I'm like oh I'm doing I'm doing this all wrong really <laughs> shit yeah. I used to go home and practice I love that he's really good yeah Yeah. I love that yeah. although most every DJ he
2: makes me he feel makes that way because I'm not <laughs> yeah, a DJ yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Dude, thanks for this, man. This oh, is so much you, fun. Man. Cheers. Uh, fucking great lessons. Yeah. Appreciate you sharing
1: these stories. Of course, man. Uh,
2: how does everybody find you online?
1: Uh, com would be the first place. Yeah. But then, you know, just Facebook. I, I don't know. I think everyone can just Google it now. Yeah. Uh, I know you're on yeah. tour. Uh, yeah. The homework tour. When
2: are you coming to L.A.? Uh,
1: i already played you L.A. You just played L.A. Yeah. But I'm playing L.A. again um, October 29th with The Magician at Exchange. Oh, dope. Yeah, it's going to be a good one.
2: Nice. We'll be there. Cool. Rebel Radio gets in free. Actually, you 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 have to pay. But but either way, just come, pay the money. Yeah, man. Tip your waitress. (laughs) Thanks, dude. Yo, that was my man, Youth with some great stories. Like I said, come see him in Los Angeles on the 29th. If you do, send us a tweet. Let us know. You'll be there at Rebel Radio Net, and uh, we'll look for you at the show. Peace.